morning, good morning. So good to see you all. How's everyone doing this morning? Happy Labor Day weekend. Some of you guys got donuts on the way in. You're feeling extra ready to go. I was looking at them all morning, and finally I took one. It was good, so please partake. But hey, we are at the start of a brand new month, a brand new season, and um, I've got a message on my heart this morning. You can see it on the screen, knowing your season and knowing what God is doing. In the month of September, um, we don't have like a specific theme that we're keeping with. It's kind of a mixed bag. Eric and I have a variety of things on our heart this month to share with you guys. And so today we're talking about seasons. Oftentimes, Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, our signposts for season changes, start of the school year. A lot of people have started school or are starting school here in a couple of days, and there's seasons in life. There's seasons in our relationship with God, and, and it's important that we see what God is doing. Later, at the end of my message, I'm also sharing some really exciting season changes as it relates to leadership at church, which we're really excited to share, too, so you'll hear more about that later. <clears throat> Let's pray, though, and then we'll continue. Lord, we love you so much. And God, we thank you that you created the world. You created our life with seasons on purpose. And God, this morning, we just ask that you open up our eyes to the season that we are in personally. And Lord, help us to discern exactly what you are doing in our life, in our family's life. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I feel so impressed to tell you or maybe remind you this morning that God is active in your life. Right now, in this season, in this moment of your life, God is active. And for some of you guys, you might be able to say, yes, I agree with that 110%. I can, I can discern, I can sense what God is doing, the purpose that he has for this season. I have an awareness of how he's leading me and how he's guiding me, and I'm aware of that. And some of you this morning might be like, that sounds like foreign language to me. You might feel like you're totally in the dark on what God is doing in your life and the purpose of this season, or maybe you even wonder, God, are you, do you even care about my life? Do you even see me? Do you, are you even aware of me? Wherever you find yourself this morning in life, I feel so compelled to tell you that God is moving in your life. God is active in your life, whether or not you feel like it or not. As a woman, as a mom, I I know the experience of pregnancy where it might not look like something is happening on the outside while life is being birthed on the inside. Before you even know that you're pregnant, life is being formed. Heartbeats are forming. Destiny is forming within you before it even looks like it, before you're even aware of it. Same with times and seasons outside. In the wintertime, it looks like the tree is dead. It looks like there is no life or potential in it, but we don't, we're unaware of the activity under the soil and the life within the tree. God is active in moving and has purpose in this season of your life, whether it feels like it or whether it looks like it or not. Your life is pregnant with purpose. Today and in this current season, God is moving in your life. Do you see it? 
And Isaiah 43, 19, kind of the anchor scripture for this morning. God says this. He says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We're going to camp out, dial into this scripture this morning. There's three big things that we see. There's lots of things you could pull out. Three things that we're going to pull out this morning. Number one, God is doing a new thing, and it is springing forth. Number two, um, do you perceive it? Are you aware of what's happening? And number three, it might, it's probably going to look impossible, right? The scripture says making a way in the wilderness and making rivers in the desert. I love that part of the scripture, right? Because that sounds impossible to have rivers in the desert. And it sounds impossible to have a way when it's a wilderness. So we're going to dial into all of that this morning. The first thing is this, God is doing a new thing and it's budding, it's springing forth even as we speak. God is active in your life. I don't know what the new thing in your life is. It's, it's different for all of us, right? Maybe God is birthing something new in your heart. Maybe he is awakening your heart to him. Maybe God is giving you opportunity to grow in faithfulness and joy. Maybe God is removing the guilt and the shame in your life. Maybe God is calling you to new levels of leadership or stepping out of your comfort zone for his glory. Maybe God is revealing a specific truth to your your life that he wants your mind and your heart enlightened to. Maybe God is bringing you to a new place of trust in him. I don't know what it is for you this morning. What is the new thing that God is doing in your life? God has a calling and a God-appointed purpose on, in, on all of our lives in general, but even in the specifics of each season. He has a general calling and purpose on our life, but each season has specific and unique callings and purposes on them as well. We can make plans. We can have goals. We can set priorities. But I'm asking this morning, What is God's priority in your life in this season? What's his agenda? What's he really hoping that you catch in this moment of your life? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Such a great scripture, right? A lot of times we focus in on the fact that his plans are good. His plans are not to harm us. His plans are to give us a hope and a future. Those are all wonderful things. This morning, I want to just zoom, on the, zoom in on the fact that God has a plan. He has a plan for your life, and he knows all about it. God has an agenda. God has a priority. God has a purpose for this season that you're walking in right now. You know, Ecclesiastes 3.1, something that we see often on, in Hallmark cards or different things, but there's power in it, right? To everything there is a season, <clears throat> a time for every purpose under heaven. I love how this scripture links the purpose and the season 
that we are in. Are you aware of the season with God that you're in? There are seasons that God walks us through. What is the new thing that God has for you in this season? What's God's priority in this season? And I love how the scripture says it's springing forth right now. It's starting to bud. Can you discern it? Can you perceive it? I don't know if the scripture's up there again. If you guys look at Isaiah 43, 19 again. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. It's springing forth right now. The next part of that scripture says, do you not perceive it? Do you perceive what God is doing? I think this part's the most important part of the whole scripture. Do you perceive it? God has a plan. God is doing a new thing. Do you perceive it? Are you aware of it? Can you discern what's happening? The, the inference of this scripture is that it's possible for God to be doing a new thing or God to be wanting to move in your life in a certain way and for you to be totally unaware, totally not tuned in, not dialed in, not discerning what God is wanting to do in your life. Are you aware of it? Do you perceive it? Are you discerning it? Scripture says that we need to be aware of what God is doing, and God wants us aware of what he's doing. It's not like God is saying, I've got a plan. It's a great plan. Don't you wish you knew? No, he wants us to be in the know. Do you discern it? Do you see it? Because I want you to. Proverbs 29, 18, in the message translation, it reads this way. It says, if people can't see what God is doing... They stumble all over themselves, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. And when we're, when we're not aware of what God's doing, we stumble all over ourselves because our life thrives and flourishes when we are following God's plan for our life. Our lives are not accidental. We're not just going through the motions. We have an author and a, and a finisher of our life, and that's God. He has pages in heaven of, of the pages of our life. You know, scripture says that God knit us together in our mother's womb, and he, he wrote the days of our life before they even were lived. God has a plan, and it's a good plan. It's a better plan than we can ask, think, or imagine. Are we, our job is to discern, God, what is your plan for my life? God, what are you doing in this moment? Because if we're not aware of it, the scripture says we stumble all over ourselves. The New King James translation of that scripture says where there's lack of vision or revelation of what God's doing, people perish. The message translation says we stumble all over ourselves. So we want to be aware, right? We want to discern, God, what are you doing? What's your priority? What's your agenda? How are you active in my life? How are you active in my family, my kids, the people that, you know, that mean the most to me? What are you doing in my life, God? Jesus, when he was talking about this topic of discerning, he was speaking to his disciples and, and he likened a weather sense to a spiritual sense. And he said, hey, just like you can sense when the weather is shifting, you should be able to sense spiritually what's happening as well. We had an Alive team party a week ago, last Sunday night, and it was like the first hour and a half, it was like eight, it was like 90 and hot and beautiful and sparkly sun and the pool, and it was like 
a beautiful day, but then at a certain point, we all started to look at each other. We were like, do you feel that? Something is coming in, and all the food's outside, and we're all outside. The whole thing's outside, but we sensed, we live in Michigan, we sensed the dampness in the air. We sensed the winds were changing, and so we scattered real quick to get inside. We have that sense, right? Let's take a look at the scripture, and we'll talk about it more. Luke 12, 54, 56, in the Passion Translation, it says this, Jesus then said to the crowds gathering around him, when you see a cloud forming in the west, don't you say a storm is brewing? And then it arrives. And when you feel the south wind blowing, don't you say a heat wave is on the way? And so it happens. What hypocrites. You are such experts at forecasting the weather, but you're totally unwilling to understand the spiritual significance of the times you're living in. That's strong language, isn't it? That's Jesus talking. He's like, what are you talking about? You know when the rain's coming? You feel it. You, you have a sense about weather, and you're not even like a meteorologist. In the same way, it should just, you should just have that same sense. Man, it, it seems like God's doing something here. It seems like God's leading me in a certain direction. It seems like God's leading me away from a certain direction. It seems like God's trying to get my attention on something. I just have this sense of what God is doing God likened the two, two, he said, in the same way that you can tell when the rain's coming, you should be able to sense the spiritual significance of this moment that you're living in, this season, this time that you're living in. The context of this scripture is referring to more end time events. The context of this scripture is referring more towards the signs of Jesus's second coming, which for those of you who know, know me well, you know I've got to mention that because I love talking about that kind of stuff. But we're not going to talk about that kind of stuff. But in the same way, Jesus had all kinds of things to share about what it would look like when the end is near, and when Jesus comes back for the second time. He said, if you're reading my word and you're seeing what I said, you should be able to discern when you see those things happening in the world. Amen? So side note, we should have discernment on the times that we're living in and make sure we're aware because Jesus left us a lot to be aware of. But we're talking this morning about your life, the season of your life. Do you discern, do you have an awareness of what God's doing? Okay, so then you might be asking, okay, how practically do we discern? How practically do I have an awareness of what God is doing? Real quick, two real practical things. How do we discern the Holy Spirit and the Word of God? What do we know about the Holy Spirit? John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, don't you love that? He's a spirit of truth. When he, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. This is Jesus talking. The Holy Spirit's going to guide you into truth. He's not going to speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. As believers, when we put our faith and trust in Jesus, as when we, we tell little kids, Jesus comes and lives in your heart. Well, Jesus is actually in heaven at the right hand of the Father, but the Holy Spirit comes and lives in your heart. He, you become born again when you put your faith and trust in Jesus, and the Holy Spirit comes and lives within your heart. And, and, and it's from that place that he leads and guides us, the voice of truth that shows us things to come. Another way to say it is your gut. The Holy Spirit lives in your gut. You just have a gut feeling or sense about something. As a believer, the Holy Spirit is moving on our heart to, to speak truth to us. It's not logic or emotion. It's the voice of truth. Um, 
and he's showing us things to come. So the Holy Spirit helps us in this way. And so just discerning what is the Holy Spirit doing in your heart? Is there something lately that you have just had a ton of peace about? Every time you think about it, it doesn't make logical sense. You're not even maybe excited about it. And it's not happiness, but it's just peace, a settling peace. Could it be that God is using that to lead you and guide you in some way? Is there unrest in your heart about something? Is there a stirring in your heart about something? Is there a conviction in your heart or in your gut about something? What is happening? Having an awareness. You know, scripture says, guard your heart above all things because it directs the course of your life. Having an awareness of what's going on in our heart because it's where the Holy Spirit dwells and it's how he leads us and guides us. So being aware of those things, God, what are you doing? In the same way that I can sense the weather changing, I need to have my eyes on my heart. God, how is the winds of your Holy Spirit blowing in my heart so I have a discernment, a sense, a spiritual sense of what you're doing? The other super big way that God speaks to us and helps us to discern times and seasons is the word of God. Being in the Bible, everyday reading, is the primary way that God helps us discern. It's the primary way that um, he leads us and guides us. If we're only, only tuning into our heart and not into the word, we can get a whole lot of funky and, and be doing things because we feel a certain way, but really it was just the pizza that we ate the night before. The word of God, you know, people say, oh, God doesn't talk to me. And my, my first response is, well, when's the last time you read your Bible? Because that is the primary way that God speaks to us is through the word. And I love a couple of scriptures I want to share with you about how the word helps us discern, God, what is your plan for my life? What are you even doing? Are you active in my life? What are you doing? Tune into what God's doing in your heart, but especially tune into the word. The spirit and the word will agree. And so when you have a sense in your heart and God confirms it in your word, you, have, you can have confidence in what God's doing in a certain season. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. How do I discern? God is doing a new thing. It's springing forth even as we talk. Do you discern it? Are you aware of it? How do I become more discerning? The scripture says that the, that the word of God, the Bible, helps us to discern. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And the word of God is a discerner of thoughts and intentions of the heart. God, I sense, I sense something happening in my heart. But the word of God just helps you discern those thoughts and those feelings. Does that make sense? And then I love this one too. There's another scripture that talks about the word of God and, and likens it to milk and solid food and says, hey, when you're a young Christian and you're just getting, you're, you're just getting introduced to the Bible and the things of God, when you consume or when you read the word, it's like a baby drinking milk. It's, it's, it's simplistic in form and it's nourishing you and it, it's at your understanding level as you're just starting to get into the word. And then it's likening solid food when we read the word or consume the word as solid food. As we mature in our faith, we can have more of a meatier meal in the word as we read the word, go in deeper. And so with that reference of what Jesus is saying, let's take a look at what the scripture says in Hebrews 5, 13 through 14. 
It says, for everyone who partakes only of milk, referring to the word of God, is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a baber. He's young in faith. But solid food, referring to the Bible or the word of God, belongs to those who are of full age, mature believers, been reading the word for a while. That is those who by reason... Um, by reason of use, use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Isn't that so good? As we read the Bible as like a meal, not like just reading the scripture of the day on the Bible app, but really opening up our word and having extended time reading the word, it says that the word of God, God exercises our senses to be able to discern. I get excited about this. Anybody else excited about this? So the scripture says, so you're like, cool, God's doing a new thing. I don't have a clue what he's doing. What do I do? Be aware of what's happening in your heart or in your gut and read the Bible a whole lot more. Because the scripture says that as we read the word, the word is living and active. And God is smart enough to get you on the right page at the right scripture at the right time to bring revelation to you to help you discern what's going on in life. Amen? All right, lastly, the last part of that scripture, it says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. It's springing forth right now. Do you perceive it? Do you discern it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So God is doing a new thing even with, when it seems impossible. It seems impossible for there to be rivers in the desert. It seems impossible for there to be a way in the wilderness. I love that God added this. I'm doing a new thing. Do you discern it? And hey, it's going to look impossible. It's going to look hard. It's going to look challenging. But I am doing a new thing. Oftentimes, and I might add kind of like always, when God is moving us to do something or, or moving something in our heart, oftentimes or always, it looks impossible because we're called to live by faith, right? Faith pleases God. And so God's stirring something in your heart and you're like, man, that looks hard. Yeah, rivers in the desert. God's stirring something in your heart, challenging you to step up and, and really honor him in this area of your life. And you're like, man, that looks really uncomfortable. Yeah, ways in the wilderness. God's calling us and stirring us to things that might look like a sacrifice or out of our comfort zone or not our preference or not sparkly. But God's saying, hey, you got to trust me. It's good. It's for your good. It's for your benefit to bring you a hope and a calling. God is doing a new thing, church. In this season, do you discern it in your life? God's doing a new thing in your kids and in your family. Do you discern it? Do you, are you aware of it? Do you perceive it? And do you have faith to continue to believe even when it looks like a river in the desert, even when it looks like a way in the wilderness? So I want to encourage you this morning, trust the process and trust the Lord who's leading the process. Let's be a people that can discern seasons, have an awareness, a spiritual awareness of what God is doing in our life and in the world, just like we all have a spiritual awareness. My seven-year-old son has awareness of when the rain's coming. We can have an awareness of what God is doing. I'll close just kind of with this tag side note. Sometimes with seasons come transitions and changes. 
oftentimes seasons involve stuff that's happening on the inside of us that no one knows what's going on, but God's doing a work on the inside. Other times, God calls us to significant season changes or transitions. And I'm so excited that Alive is a place where there's grace in these transitions. But I want to encourage you guys as you're, as you're sensing, God, what are you doing? And maybe you're sensing a big change or maybe you're not sensing a big change. I want to encourage you. I've seen it way too many times where people sense a change or they'll, they'll say, the grace is lifting on this season. The grace is lifting at my current employ place of employment. The grace is lifting on this relationship. The grace is lifting on this responsibility that I have as the PTO president or the volunteer of this, you know, or the leader of this volunteer organization or whatever it might be. The grace is lifting and you get awkward in that season shift that you don't handle the transition well. I want to encourage you that transitions can be full of grace and full of honor. If you're feeling a grace shift that's like a big one, like changing jobs or changing seasons or changing responsibilities or what, might, what that, that might be, I want to encourage you to embrace the tension of the season change because there is a grace shift. There is a grace lift when it's significant season changes. But we can honor the Lord and we can honor people by, you know, Scripture says as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all people. We can, um, we can live at peace with all people. We can honor God and people by having honest, loving conversations about what we sense is happening and by honoring the Lord through the whole transition. Does that make sense? Let's be people that don't shy away from season changes or transitions, but follow the Lord and his grace and his timing and all the while honoring both God and people. Amen. I'll close with this scripture in Philippians 1.9. It says, And I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we love you so much, and we thank you that you are a God of seasons. God, we thank you that you're doing a new thing in our heart and in our life. It's springing forth. Help us discern it. Lord, help us have boldness and strength to step out into it or to receive it by faith. And Lord, I pray this scripture, Lord, that our love would abound more and more with all knowledge and with all discernment. Lord, that we would abound both in love and knowledge and discernment, fully discerning what you are doing in this time and in our life. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.